0: I want to share this story with you today and over the next couple of weeks as we begin to talk about the miracle of Christmas. So turn your Bibles this morning to Luke chapter one. And I probably should have brought a recliner and kicked it back and sat in it like my dad and had presents for all of you. And you'd think that right after the Christmas story we'd be able to open presents. Oh no. no, 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 no. We'd then have to pick a Santa. Santa would have to put the hat on and then Santa was the only one that could touch the presents under the tree. And this is, and it wasn't like, you know, this one's you, it was like, to dad, from Noma. To Ben, from Ted. Just the distribution of the, and you couldn't open it when you got it. Once all of the gifts, I'm not even lying, you can ask my wife. After all the gifts were then distributed and each had their pile of presents, you still couldn't open them. Then it was, okay, let's watch dad open one. Oh, look at the ugly sweater you got, you know, Whatever. Right? And then you go to the next person. And then you go, and you keep going around it. I'm telling you, it's a process at our house. That is no joke. It wasn't just tearing everything. My kids, man, they've, they've learned patience over the last several years. Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 26. And then we're going to go to Matthew and read a portion out of Matthew as well. Luke chapter tw- uh, 1, uh, starting in verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was. Joseph, you've read the story before, a few of you. Of the house of David, and the virgin's name was? This is interactive, I like it. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, inner old age has also conceived a son and this is the sixth month of her who is called barren for nothing will be impossible with God this is the season of miracles nothing will be impossible with God verse 38 Mary said behold I am the servant of the Lord let it be to me according to your word and the angel departed from her now turn with me to Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Matthew 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, which means they're still virgin, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from the sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son and called his name Jesus let's pray God we thank you for your word today God we thank you that your word is amazing I pray that in the next few moments that God you would speak to us out of this miraculous story and God show us that you are still in the business of doing miracles for each and every one of us here today in Jesus name Amen 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 Now as we've been talking about miracles over the last several weeks I know that in our culture in our society that we could we could somehow use the word or the term miracles kind of flippantly Okay, and so maybe we kind of demean or or kind of lower what a miracle is. Uh, it could be anything. We could be we could be going through the drive through and be like, you know, wow, look at that—a burger, fries, and a shake for only five bucks. It's a miracle. Okay, I mean, you know, you could use it and just. Have you ever heard somebody, you know? Or it could be like, wow, my wife is on time. It's a, a miracle. Come on, somebody, you know. I mean, the, the Chargers, they won the Super Bowl. It, wow, it's a miracle. You know, whatever it might be. Wow, Lindsay Lohan actually went through rehab and stayed clean. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. Touch Lindsay, all right, okay. And, and we could somehow over, overuse the term miracle. But ladies and gentlemen, I really believe that Christmas is a miracle. Season. I mean, think about it. Think about it. I mean, think about, come on, little elves. Come on, tucked away in the North Pole somewhere. Come on, making all those toys for all those nice children. Come on, it's a miracle that there's that many nice children, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, think about it. Think about, come on, eight tiny reindeer. I've seen reindeer before and they don't fly. It's a miracle, right? And then one of them has a red nose, okay? Come on, I mean, Santa delivering all those gifts in one night. Really? It's a miracle. Yeah. No, but really, though, when you look at the Christmas story, as we do today, when you think about angels appearing to people, but not only that, not only angels appearing to people, but people talking to the angels. That, that, that's pretty miraculous. I think to me, as I read this story, and it never seems to amaze me that, that you don't see Mary running and hiding underneath her bed. Okay? I don't know about you, but I'm, she's probably, you know, 15, 16 years old, and at the age of 36, and I'm seeing an angel, I'm trying to find a way to hide, you know. But not her, she just, she just has a conversation with the, with the angel. Think about Mary's relative, who in her old age, who was called barren, is now pregnant. It, it's a miracle. Think about Mary, one of the centerpieces of this story, who's a virgin, but yet conceives a child. It's, that, that's a pretty big That's a pretty big miracle think about the fact that joseph stuck with mary hmm. that's a miracle we'll talk more about that next week but the fact that mary and joseph got along during that process <laughs> it's a miracle hmm. Hmm. think about the three wise men that followed a, a miraculous star in the sky that pointed to a manger here they bring gifts and these gifts that they bring, if you look at the gifts they bring, they were, they were, they were, they were very, very uh, wealthy gifts. Why is that significant? Because these gifts would then help carry that child on and on and on, and as well as the family. It's a miracle. But even as we look at all these things, I have to say this, that the greatest miracle of Christmas... As, as great as all these miracles are, and you say, Ben, why did, why did God choose to send his son Jesus that way? One of the reasons I believe he chose to send his son Jesus in the way he did in such a miraculous fashion, that's why we're going to be looking at the miracle of Christmas over the next several weeks, is because God is into the business of doing miracles. As Jesus walked the earth, he not only did miracles, but the very fact that Jesus came was a miracle. And the very, the very way in which he came was a miracle. I believe that one of the greatest miracles we celebrate at this time is still the miracle that that Jesus chose to come. That God came in the form of flesh and dwelt amongst his people. That's a miracle. And so I want to begin to look at the miracle of Christmas. What does the word miracle mean? It means an effect or an extraordinary event in the physical world that surpasses, surpasses all known human or natural powers And is ascribed to a supernatural cause. The miracle of Christmas. God coming in the flesh. It's interesting when you read all the different accounts. You read Matthew like we did. and, And you read Luke. You get to Mark. And Mark just picks it up further on in his life. Mark's a much shorter book. And then you read in John. And John just sums it up with these real short phrases. He says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word... Jesus was with God. And then you drop down to about verse 16 and it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. I think it's a miracle that God would choose to come and choose to come in the way in which he did. Over the next several weeks as we look at the miracle of Christmas, today we're going to look at the miracle plan real quickly. Next week I want to talk to you about the miracle, yes, and then on the day after Christmas we'll look at the miracle, the miracle birth as we look at the miracle Christmas. The miracle plan. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as you look at the story today, this plan is absolutely miraculous, okay? When you look at it, it doesn't really make sense to us. Okay, looking back now, we read the story, and we're thankful that Jesus came. But, but if you are Mary, you got to put yourself in Mary's shoes now, okay? Because there's a lot taking place <laughs> for this young lady, and she gets the plan as well as Joseph, but the plan, really, if, if, if an angel showed up to you, okay, and, and proposed this to you, you would think you had some bad pizza the night before. Right? Or maybe you had a little too much to drink, okay? One or the other, okay? You, you would kind of be like, whoa, was that, was that just a weird dream? What took place? What, what do you mean? I've never known a man, okay? We know that it's, it's, it's impossible you all know what I'm saying, right? Okay, it's, it's impossible. The plan, when you look at the plan, it's, it's really absurd. It doesn't make sense to the natural mind. It's, it's a miracle plan. Hmm. But the miracle plan could really be summed up in this. The plan was simply to be God with us now. He'll be called Emmanuel, and then the Bible says, which means God with us now. Now, why is that so important? Well, it's important because since Adam and Eve fell way back when, and they sinned, God had separated himself. See, the Bible says that back then when Adam and Eve were created, they would walk with God in the cool of the day. They were intimate with God. They had a relationship with God. God was with them right now. It was just the way it was. It's the way that God always wanted it to be. It's the way that God intended it to be. And God was with them right now. But then we know that Adam and Eve sinned, and because of that sin, there was a separation And through the years, that separation, what that meant is they still had access to God. But the only way they could access God was through a priest, was through a judge. And occasionally, if you read the Old Testament, you would see that God would appear to certain people as the angel of the Lord from time to time. But throughout history now, the people know the only way to connect with God is through a priest. The only way to connect with God was what are the judges saying, what's happening We'd have to go to the, to the temple or the tabernacle and we'd have to have the priest mediate for us. So God was not with them personally right now. Now right before the story of Jesus being born, what we have is we, we have it known as the intertestamental period. Which is about 400 years from the time that Malachi concluded his writings to the time now where we get the gospels. So for 400 years there's no writings, God's not saying anything, it's completely silent. In other words, God is distant. But yet they have the prophecies of Isaiah, Isaiah 7.14, that one day that there would be born to a virgin girl, Emmanuel, God with us. And now here we are, picking it up in the story, and we see what's taking place. Here is the miracle plan. The miracle plan is to somehow get God reunited with his people, the place that he always wanted to be. Why is that significant to us today? This is great, man. That's a great Bible story. Why is that significant to us today? Because Christmas has the same purpose each year. And that is to bring God close to you. That is to bring God back into perspective. That is to bring God back into the focal point of your life. The other day I was talking to my daughters, and, uh, and we always asked, you know, around certain holidays, say, what's Christmas? And, and they were trying to explain it in their own words. And, well, Christmas is when Jesus died. No, that's, that's the other holiday, okay? Um, this is the one. Well, no, it's, it's about bringing gifts to, to Jesus. Yes, we, we bring gifts to Jesus. And then, and then he loves us so much, so he gives us lots of gifts back through Santa Claus. Come on, somebody. Okay, And they're trying to explain it. And so I, I just kind of brought it into perspective. I said, I said, Kara, I said, how old are you? And she said, eight. I said, what do we do every year for you? And she's like, we have a birthday. And I was like, yes, we do. And I said, what that, what's that birthday about? And she said, me. <laughs> I said, yes, it is. Okay, We celebrate. All of our attention and focus goes on to her on that birthday. And we celebrate. And it's about her. And it's honoring her. Although we should probably honor the mom. Come on, somebody. Come on. I mean, every birthday, we should celebrate the moms, right? It doesn't matter whose birthday it is. Mom, way to go. Way to push that child out. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I mean the child doesn't remember it, right? Like yes, I came into the world, you know. Christmas is about that. It's about it's about shifting all of our focus and our attention onto Jesus and realizing that wow, God, you are amazing. You didn't want to stay separate from us. You didn't want to stay afar. You wanted to come and be God with us now, Emmanuel. God with us now. That is why Christmas is the miracle season. That is why Christmas is so significant. And ladies and gentlemen, we must do everything we can if you are a Christ follower. Look, I, 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 I have a tree set up. Set up a tree. Oh, not that a pagan thing? No, I teach my daughters that the tree represents the, the, the wood that became the cross that Jesus died on. Right Even though we have a fake tree, so I'm still trying to work that one out. <laughs> the plastic is what wrapped the gifts that the wise men brought. Uh, you know, whatever. OK? You know? And you know, man, go out and buy gifts. We do that at our home. And and man, we play Christmas. I love Christmas, but man, I am teaching my kids what Christmas is all about. That it's about Jesus. It's about God coming in the flesh. That one day he would die for all humanity. That we would not have to stay separated from him any longer. That he could eternally be God with us now. And if you're a Christian in this place, man, have the tree. Have the presents. But take a moment, would you? And just remember what Christmas is. Is all about. The miracle plan is to get to get God with us now. Why is that so significant? It's so significant because I don't know about you, but when I'm going through something in my life, has anybody ever gone through something in their life? Or am I the only one? Okay, got a few honest people out there. Okay. How many of you are going through something right now? Okay. Don't worry, you got tomorrow. Not just kidding. And when I'm going through something, when I'm facing a difficult time, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to know how God was just with me yesterday. I don't want to know how God might be with me sometime in the future. I want to know that God is with me right now. When I read the Old Testament, I I come across a man named Moses. And when Moses was about to lead the, the children of Israel up out of Egypt, he said, Look, you know what, God, I'll do this. But if you aren't going with me, I don't want to go either. And so Christmas is remembering that, wow, it's not one day when, yes, Jesus Christ is going to return, but right now, I can have God walking with me in the middle of my singleness, in the middle of my divorce, in the middle of my disease, in the middle of my my sickness, in the middle of my financial distress, that I am not walking alone, but God is with me now. God with us now. Emmanuel, God God with us now. The plan's ridiculous when you think about it, but... It's the way he chose to come. And we'll talk more about the ridiculous side of things as we get into the next couple of weeks. But let me just give you these things real quickly if I could. The miracle and plan involve three things. And we need to understand these three things because he still wants to do the miracle plan inside of you daily. And think about it. I don't know how, If you're a business owner in here and you're about ready to sign a contract, wouldn't it be nice to know that God is in it with you? Come on. You're about ready to get married? Come on, somebody. <laughs> I-, I want God with me, okay? Now, man, as, as amazing as my wife is and as amazing as I am, praise Jesus. Hmm. There is one thing that has made our marriage amazing for the last almost 14 years, and it's him. It's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hmm. The miracle plan involves three things. The first one is this, Favor. Favor. Two times when the angel of the Lord comes to Mary, it says, he says, you are favored. Oh, favored one, okay? The miracle plan always involves favor. Now, I don't know how much Mary really enjoyed being favored once she realized what the blessing meant. <laughs> this part of the story always amazes me is that, that, you know, here's the angel, hey, don't be afraid, rejoice, highly favored one, for the Lord has chosen to bless you, okay? I know that for me, I have an idea of, of what I want God to bless me with. Am I the only one? Come on. I mean, you, I, I doubt that Mary was sitting around praying, you know, God, I really want to remain a virgin but have a baby. You know? I don't think that was probably her prayer, okay? Okay? But all of us probably have a prayer of what we need God to do in our life or what we want God to do in our life. And we all want God to bless us until he shows up and blesses us the way he wants us to, uh, to be blessed. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine being Mary? Angel. Whew, she's not freaked out. Miracle. Angel begins to speak. Miracle. Mary begins to talk back. Miracle. Rejoice, favored one, for the Lord has chosen to bless you. I can just imagine. Mary's like, well, okay, it gets a little freaky, but I like Blessings.